What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Something About Sports podcast. Right back at it again um, with another episode. The uh, Chiefs episode was from a couple of days ago. Just got that one out today. Getting this one done today, wanted to um, preview the NFL playoffs, uh, give you guys my thoughts on um, the teams that are in there and uh, who I think is going to win, who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I don't want this to be too long. I just want to put it out before the playoffs start. So um, that's the biggest thing. I just wanted to get it out. I'll put another episode out where I talk about my awards. I talk about the NBA um, and some things going on with the NBA. And then I'll talk about some baseball stuff as well. But as far as this episode is concerned, I just want to talk about the NFL playoffs exclusively, pick who I think is going to win every matchup and wildcard weekend, what that looks like going forward, and then kind of uh, pick who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. I think you guys can probably guess. Uh, who I think is going to win the Super Bowl. But anyway, um, let's hop right into this. I don't want this to be too long. I want to kind of get through it. Something else I'm doing for this episode, something that I do a lot when I'm talking about my team, because I watch my team so much that um, I kind of get, you know, a, a good picture and a good idea of, of my feelings on the team, my thoughts of uh, what I think is going on with the team. So um, <clears throat> I do a lot of episodes where I don't do a whole lot of notes, don't do a lot of stuff and just kind of go organically. I'm doing that this episode. The only thing you guys will see me looking at, I'm going to be looking at the bracket right here. So I know who's playing each other and when. But other than that, we'll just kind of, you know, kind of chat it up, talk about what I think is going to happen in these playoffs and then uh, get out of here and and enjoy uh, what unfolds from there. So let me start it off uh, on the NFC side. I think the NFC side is a little bit. Um, it'll be a little bit easier to talk about. There's a little bit less intrigue over there, if you ask me. Um, but I do think there are some potential upsets. There's a potential major storyline. So um, we'll hop right in there. Starting with the one seed, the Philadelphia Eagles. Most people think they're going to make it to the Super Bowl um, coming out of this side. I gun to my head, if I had to make a guess, I would pick the Eagles to come out as well. It would be very, very close, though, and, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But I think the biggest storyline for me, the biggest thing that jumps off of the NFC bracket for me is the fact that other than the Eagles, there's not really a juggernaut of a team. There's not a team on that side. I think any other team that makes it to the Super Bowl other than the Eagles, everybody would be shocked about it. There would be a lot of talk about it. Everybody would be surprised. I mean, the the 49ers, maybe not as much as everybody else, but still the Brock Purdy storyline, having that rookie quarterback, the last pick in the draft, and making a Super Bowl would be a big storyline. Any other team on that side, I think, would shock people. The Seattle Seahawks would be an absolute shocker. The Minnesota Vikings would be an absolute shocker. The New York Giants would be an absolute shocker. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they would be a shocker. I want to talk about them here in a second. And then the Dallas Cowboys, I think I don't think a lot of people would be shocked by the Dallas Cowboys making the Super Bowl, but I do think the general NFL public would be surprised if the Cowboys made it, especially with the level that they've been playing recently. They haven't looked that good. They've kind of lived through the end of the season. They looked a lot better early. They don't seem like they're playing their best football right now, and I think that a lot of people would be surprised if they made it. The biggest storyline for me on that NFC side of the bracket is Tom Brady. Tom Brady has one juggernaut team to beat. I think Tom Brady beats the Cowboys. I'll go ahead and reveal that pick. I think he does go. I think he does win that first game. I think they win in Dallas. I think Tampa Bay wins that football game. I think that it would be a shocker if they beat the Eagles. But if they were to beat the Eagles, I don't think anybody would pick against them after that. 
in the NFC Championship, no matter who was there. I don't think anybody would pick against Tampa. And that's the biggest thing that jumps off of this NFC bracket to me is that, I mean, Tom Brady's one game, one crazy play, one weird thing away from making another Super Bowl, if you ask me. I think he can um, – and, and that also, you know, I think there's a caveat there with San Francisco. I do think San Francisco is a really, really good football team, but it just – it makes you nervous with a rookie quarterback, with a guy who was a later-round pick. And if you watch those games, as good as Brock Purdy has been, as in rhythm as he's been, it's, a, it's Kyle Shanahan. He's scheming those up. He's making it easy on them. When defenses have a little bit more time to prepare, when they're keying in a little bit more, when they're planning to take – everything else away and making him beat him. I just want to see him step up in those big moments first before I can pick the 49ers to the Super Bowl. But I say all of that to say this. I don't think it's as I've seen people say, you know, they think it's pretty outlandish if somebody picks the Buccaneers to make the Super Bowl. I don't think that is that crazy. I really only think that there's one game along the way that will shock anybody if the Buccaneers won, and that's against the Philadelphia Eagles, and that's any other team. So let me go ahead through and make my picks. I'm already kind of renting and going off on the side. So um, let's just go ahead and start. I already made my pick, Tampa Bay over Dallas. I just think that Dallas isn't playing great football right now. They're kind of on a downward trend, um, and they're kind of on a, on a collision course to another coach, another, you know, some kind of reset, and kind of seeing what's next. But um, I just think that this is the perfect setup for a letdown for the Cowboys and a perfect setup for something special to happen for Tom Brady. He's been here so many times and so many of this team, so many players on this team have also been here. They just won a Super Bowl a couple years ago. So this isn't a foreign thing to them. And they did that as a role team in every game as well. So um, this really isn't, isn't anything that's foreign to that team. And, and I anticipate them winning that football game. You got the Vikings and the Giants. I think this game's probably going to be a little bit more, competitive than people probably even think it will be. Um, mostly just because the Giants have been super pesky. They can run the football with Saquon Barkley if he's going to be 100% healthy, which I think he will be. He hasn't played in a little while. And then they got a running quarterback as well. Then the Vikings defense just hasn't been very good this season. So I think the, the Giants can make that game closer. I don't think they win the game. Um, I can see this being a, you know, Giants jump out to a 10-0 lead or a 10-3 lead and, and the Vikings, as they've done all year, make a comeback and win, you know, on the last second field goal or whatever the case may be. I think it's a close game. I think it's an entertaining playoff game, but I think the Vikings pull it out. Um, I think they squeak it out. The other game, the San Francisco 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I, I think this is probably uh, kind of goes along with two of the other games on the AFC side. I think this is a blowout. I don't think this game's super close. Um, I just think the 49ers are a better team. Their defense is really good. Same with the Seahawks haven't been playing super good football lately. It seems like they've been limping into the playoffs a little bit. Um, and, and I think that this is just one of those prime, this is one of those prime opportunities for the 49ers to set a tone, uh, for this playoff run and to come out and get a good victory. We've seen them beat, uh, good teams down the stretch with Brock Purdy. And I think they do that against this Seattle Seahawks football team. Um, and I, and I think that the San Francisco 49ers hold serve there, um, take that victory. And then they move on to face off against the Minnesota Vikings. And then you have the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And so this Tampa Bay Philadelphia game, it, it, I really, really, really want to pick Philly because they're really good. And I think that they win this game, but something in me is telling me to pick Tom Brady. I, I for whatever reason, 
the NFC is super weak. It just seems like you just need one game. And, and you know Tom Brady, the old wily guy, he's looking at the bracket the same way. He's looking like, man, it's really just one. It's really just one game that will shock everybody. And that's that Eagles game. And if you can get a victory in that game, you do whatever you can defensively, you make some plays offensively. You saw him and Mike Evans get on the same page the last couple of weeks of the season. They were out of sync a lot uh, over the course of the year. You saw them get on the same page uh, down the stretch. I think that they pull that upset. So I'm going to pick Tampa Bay over Philly. Um, Philly to lose in the divisional round. Um, and, and honestly, whoever were to win that game, if Philadelphia hypothetically were to win, I would have picked them to go on to the Super Bowl. So um, spoiler alert, I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC. I know, crazy, crazy take. They have not looked good at all this year, and I know that. And honestly, I'm probably going to be wrong. I'm admitting that, but for whatever reason, it just seems like just needing one game out of Tom Brady, it just feels like one of those situations where you just see him pull it off. Somehow, some way, he pulls it off. Then you got the Vikings over there on the other side against the San Francisco 49ers. Kind of like their first game. I think this game is better than people think. I think this game, um, I think a lot of people will probably take the Viking, the, the 49ers in a chalk situation. But um, I think this Vikings offense, I think this Vikings offense, if they can find some wrinkles against that 49ers defense, I think they can do enough to at least keep up. But um, I just think it's a it's a tough ask for me to pick Brock Purdy to, to win multiple playoff games against uh, a good football teams. But at the same time, great roster, great team, great coach, a coach who's been there, who's done it with Jimmy Garoppolo, who's also been a game manager type of quarterback. Um, and, and, and I got to do it. I got to pick, I got to pick the 49ers. I got to pick the 49ers to advance over the, the Minnesota Vikings. Though I love Justin Jefferson. I think he has the potential to have a huge game. The 49ers, that has been their area of struggle. They've struggled against receivers. If he can have, you know, a, a crazy, crazy game like he did against the Bills, he may be able to carry him to a win. That wouldn't completely shock me. But I've got to pick the 49ers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the NFC Championship game. And I think in that in that game, you just see Tom Brady do something magical. The rookie quarterback, the magic runs out a little bit. Um, we've seen Kyle Shanahan in big moments have tough spots. Now, NFC Championship games, we've seen him do pretty good once he's gotten Conference championship games, um, even when even in Atlanta, his AFC championship or NFC championship game, sorry, his NFC championship game, great game, great game plan. Um, and I'm pretty sure that was a blowout game. So anything could go, but I don't know why I'm riding with Tom Brady. And I picked the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season, which is something that I didn't mention before. And honestly, I really hadn't even thought about it until just now. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold serve with that. I'm gonna pick them to make an unlikely run to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. We see Tom Brady in a Super Bowl, um, which complicates a lot of things about his situation in Tampa. I think he's probably out of there regardless, but I don't know that you can get rid of Todd Bowles, who I think is on the hot seat. I don't know if they make the Super Bowl if you can if you can get rid of that coach unless Tom Brady leaves. If Tom Brady leaves, you can justify a full rebuild. But it'll be tough to justify leaving if you win a second Super Bowl in three years. So, or, you know, at least go one um, at the very least. So um, I think Tom Brady figures it out somehow, some way. They figure out a way to get into the Super Bowl. And we see the the Buccaneers over there on the NFC side. Um, in a weak year in the NFC, I just don't think the NFC is that strong. And I think with 
Um, with better quarterback play, the Vikings, pro- I mean, the, the 49ers will probably steamroll this bracket and they still may. Um, that's a very, very likely possibility. But, um, with the Brock Purdy situation, Jalen Hurts also being a little bit banged up, who I absolutely love. I love Jalen Hurts as a player. That's been well documented on here. Um, I think he's a great player, uh, a great dude is, uh, uh, also, and his story is outstanding. But for whatever reason, it's something about the Eagles, something about, I don't know, something about them. It's, it's hard to trust the super team Eagles. I like the underdog Eagles better. Um, and, and I got I got riding with Tampa out of that side of the bracket, the NFC side. Now over on the AFC side, I think the first round is actually not super interesting now that you've had some some injury determinations and things like that. Now, I was picking um, – I'll, I'll start at the bottom here. Um, the, the, well, first of all, the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs. If you guys want to hear me talk about the Chiefs, you can listen to all my other episodes about them. I'm not going to rave too much about them or talk too much about them. Um, but they are the one seed. They don't have to play wild card weekend. They'll await uh, the results, and we'll kind of see how the bracket shakes out from there. I believe they're going to end up playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will pull a somewhat upset over the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, this is just a, a team that has a Super Bowl-winning coach, a very, very talented quarterback, trending in the right direction. The Chargers, they just they, they seem to charge situations. Brendan Staley, he, he's, he's made some rough, rough decisions in the last couple of weeks, playing the starters in that game in their last game and coming into the game with some banged-up players. It's just – just some some crazy situations, and I just don't think the guy's a great coach. I think he gets out coached in this game, um, and, and I think this Jags team, they really, really like playing for Doug Peterson. I mean, they pretty much got, you know, the worst of the worst last year, and now they're all ready to run through a wall for this, this guy, uh, Doug Peterson, who also happens to be a really, really good coach, who also has coached the team to a Super Bowl with his backup quarterback. So um, a lot more talented quarterback, a very, very talented roster, um, a big-time player on defense. He's got some pieces to pull an upset. I think Jacksonville upsets the Los Angeles Chargers in that game in a close game that probably ends up being a fun shootout type of game. But I think uh, Jacksonville Jaguars prevail. You you may see the Chargers lose it on a fumble in the red zone, a missed field goal or something like that. They tend to do things like that. But um, I think the Jaguars will have earned this victory still. The other two games just don't interest me very much. I think that they are super chalky. You got the, the Cincinnati Bengals facing off against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, the Ravens without really any semblance of a NFL offense. You've got like ghosts of wide receivers passed all over the field. Deshaun Jackson's and Demarcus Robinson's and Sammy Watkins and just kind of a patchwork of a team. You're kind of, I mean, you're, they're limping into the playoffs. It's a testament to that organization, that coaching staff and what they've built there that they're even in the playoffs still. But, um, I think they're, they're limping in. They're going to be having second-string quarterback at best, third-string quarterback at worst, rough offensive personnel already. I think the Bengals roll in this game. Um, and I don't, I don't even know that it's particularly close. Uh, I think the, the, the Ravens can make it interesting. I think that's the one thing. The Ravens are a team that they'll have some wrinkles defensively. They'll have a way to play keep away offensively to make it interesting to where it's just not turn your TV off Georgia TCU bad, but um, I think the Bengals went comfortably in this game. They just won comfortably last week where they let their foot off the gas completely in the second half. So I think the Bengals went comfortably um, and, and they move on to the divisional round. You've got another situation with the backup quarterback, uh, a third string quarterback. You've got Skylar Thompson facing off against the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think this is another chalky game. Um, I mean, they've, you, you got a little bit of a running game over there in Miami that could make it interesting, but 
without your starting quarterback, you've got some dynamic receivers. They'll be able to manufacture some touches for those guys and get some big plays here and there, but it won't be enough. The Buffalo Bills will win comfortably as well. This is not a team that's the, – the Dolphins is not a team that's good enough defensively. They're pretty much limping into the playoffs too. So um, I think both of those games are pretty chalky. You see the, the Bills move on. You see the Bengals move on. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if one of them is more interesting than we expect, than we expect, but I fully expect both of those teams to move on. And then you see Jacksonville head to Kansas City in the divisional round. And um, I think this is when things get interesting on the AFC side. You've got four young gun quarterbacks that are probably going to be at the top of this conference for the, the foreseeable future. Um, I don't know if anybody would be surprised if we see these, you know, six teams there again next year, when, when you talk about the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen, you talk about the Bengals and Joe Burrow, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, if he's still around. And if not, um, you know, that team could be a team that's being replaced by somewhere he goes if it's AFC or a different AFC team. The Jaguars with Trevor Lawrence. And then you also have Justin Herbert, who at some point is going to break through. Just I just don't think it's this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs, the Chiefs and the Jaguars, the Bills and the Bengals, I don't think anybody would be surprised if, or, or even shocked or would question me if I said this is a divisional round that I expect to see multiple times over the next 10 years. And um, I don't think anybody would argue that. Those four teams, you can see those teams creeping up. They're all kind of on the ascension. The Chiefs kind of being at their, um, I don't want to say peak, but at their plateau, kind of trying to catch another one before having to restart their window. The Bills and the Bengals on the ascension. The Jaguars still in the early stages of building their thing around Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think I, I anticipate the divisional round being a fun weekend. Uh, I think it'll be a fun weekend. First and foremost, I'll talk about the Bills and the Bengals. I think this is a shootout of a game. The unfortunate situation happened with DeMar Hamlin in this, the, the last time these two teams matched up. Um, I'm glad that guy's home. I'm glad he's doing better. I talked about him on that, uh, my last Chiefs podcast, but, uh, prayers up to him. Still, he's still in our thoughts. It was good to see everybody rally around him. And, um, I think both of these teams now, or will be ready to get back on the field. Knowing he's okay, they'll be ready to get back out there and uh, finish what they started that last time. And so I think this is a heavyweight matchup. Both of these quarterbacks are great. Uh, they Both teams have great receivers. And Stephon Diggs over on the Bills side, Gabe Davis. And then over on the, the Bengals side, you've got Jamar Chase. You've got uh, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, probably the best wide receiver trio in the league. So um, just an outstanding, outstanding offensive a game. There's going to be a lot of fireworks, I think, in this one. And um, both of these teams also have formidable defenses. You can see, you know, a defensive, a defensive uh, back and forth for a little bit in this game. There's a lot of different things that could happen. Two very good football teams, two teams that in a lot of years throughout NFL history will probably be picked to go to the Super Bowl, and they're playing against each other in the divisional round. So that just speaks to the strength of the AFC, how good these teams are, how good these quarterbacks are, and um, what, what these teams have built. And so I think that'll be a fun game, but I am taking, um, this is, this is a tough one. I did, I didn't pick these before I started recording this and this is a super, super tough one to pick. It really, really is. But I just think the Bengals are playing better football right now. They've been on uh, ascension for a while. Um, they've been heading towards a crash course towards, you know, defending their AFC championship. And I think they pull this one out. I think it's a close game. I think it's a fun game, but I think they end up winning this game, you know, something in the 30, something to the tune of by three points, six points, something along those lines. But I do believe that uh, the Bengals figure out a way to pull it out. 
they've won, I think, like seven or eight games in a row, something like that. Um, and, and I think that, you know, they find a way to, to keep that thing rolling and, and they're on a crash course to the AFC championship game against the winner of the Chiefs and the Jaguars, who I won't have to talk about. I won't talk about this game too much. If you guys want a preview of this one, just keep uh, checking for my podcast. I'll do a preview of Chiefs Jaguars, but I do believe the Chiefs win this football game. Um, I think the Chiefs win this football game. I think they win it fairly handily. The last time they played the Jaguars, they, they won it like, you know, fairly handily. Um, they had a nice lead, but I believe that, you know, they, they do the same thing this time. They're in playoff mode now. They've looked a lot better recently. And I think these Kansas City Chiefs um, are ready to get back to the AFC Championship game, which is pretty much their destination every year with Patrick Mahomes as quarterback. So I'm excited to um, see how that plays out for the Chiefs and the Jaguars and how that game goes and, you know, how that matchup plays out. But I believe the Chiefs win that game. And we see a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game in the same place it was last year. Um, the Chiefs and the Bengals back at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. And, of course, the Chiefs fan in me, like I said, you guys will know who I would pick to go to the Super Bowl. I think in a back-and-forth game, a super fun game, a game that probably rivals in some ways the the, the Bills and Chiefs divisional round game of last year, I think you have a back-and-forth fun game that the Chiefs end up winning. Um, home field helps out, you know, uh, their need for revenge and, you know, kind of breaking this losing streak against the Bengals. And I think the Chiefs prevail. They go on to the Super Bowl to face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in a Super Bowl 55 rematch. And we see the Kansas City Chiefs pull it away. So um, those are my initial predictions. I'm excited to get this thing going. Um, I don't have a whole lot more to say on this one. Chiefs Buccaneers Super Bowl pick. I think this will be a fun one to, to come back to and listen to. I'll probably end up coming back and updating this at some point, but um, this will be fun to come back and listen to. Chiefs Buccaneers, the GOAT versus the baby GOAT yet again. I think Patrick Mahomes actually takes the torch this time. And I think we, we've been, um, we've been needing this. We've been needing another, another chance at this uh, greatness on the big stage. And I think we get it. And I think we get a fun game in the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes wins his second one and just continues his ascent towards you know, greatest of all time status or one of the best of all time. And, and Tom Brady, of course, with another Super Bowl appearance, just solidifies his status as the greatest of all time. So this will be fun to watch, though. I'm excited. Um, I'll be back. I'll be talking more about this. I'll be talking more Chief stuff. I'm going to come back with some NFL awards and stuff. So stay tuned. Got some stuff coming to you guys. I appreciate you for listening, tuning in to the second episode of the day. And until next time.